Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of A Guy and a Girl Talk Sports where we are a guy and a girl who just really love to talk all things sports anywhere, anytime, with anyone. We're there. <laughs> we are. We've been dating for 10 years now. We debate sports. We go off on a ton of tangents and we just have a lot of fun while doing it. So if you guys want a little daily fix of A Guy and a Girl Talk Sports, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. They are all GG Talk Sports. And then as always, if you guys don't mind, leave a rating, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. We truly appreciate it. And yeah, let's get into today's episode. Welcome back, guys. We cannot wait to have this conversation. It is finally time. The NBA playoffs, well, I guess play-ins are here. We cannot wait. Let's first get into some sports highlights, though, because there's been a couple of crazy things that we want to talk about obviously in the rest of the sports world before we get into the NBA. Yes, let's go through it. All right, so the first one, obviously, let's just talk about it. The NHL playoffs started. You know how much we love the playoffs. We will be honest. We don't watch too much regular season hockey. We watch a lot, and then we watch, like, recaps and things like that. But when it's playoff hockey, we have the TV on or we're there. I was just talking to somebody today about how the – Nashville Predators playoff game that we went to was probably one of the most crazy atmospheres I've ever been. I yeah. mean, it was it was nuts. It was probably top five sporting event experiences for me, for sure. Oh, for sure. And we've been to some crazy great sporting events and venues and campuses. So to say that, I mean... It's time. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That's a little <laughs> UFC. Should we jump yeah, into a UFC true. highlight? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that now. No, Hell, yeah. Stuff's <laughs> pumped about the UFC today. I was just talking crap about her, not enjoying it. Now look at her. She's over here like, hell, yeah. Let's get into this. I said, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you said, hell, yeah. Just really quick. Was it, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Not well, hell yeah, but I mean, let's talk about in it. In my defense, I do have, like, headphones on. Yeah. And we're a little bit far away from each other. And this plant is yeah, in we, my face. <laughs> we, we have a plant. Well, Steph normally kills plants, just a little background on her. Yeah. And uh, we have this one plant in our house that has not died yet. Knock on some wood. It is thriving. It is not thriving. just not died. It is thriving. It just sprouted three new leaves. Be honest. Who takes care of it now? No. I a little bit of mutual. Of yeah, little bit of mutual. just started giving me some input on. Well, I was tired of watching like every single plant we have die. Yeah. This one's thriving. For we now. got two outside too that are kind of thriving. All right. People are not here to listen to us talk about plants. But let's let's talk about should UFC. we talk about the Preds or just wanted to talk about UFC now? Let's talk about the UFC because the NHL playoffs have literally just started. There's been like one or two days of True. games. So as we Go get Preds. further in, we will definitely cover it off on it more. But for now it just started. Go Preds. Yeah. Alright. Charles Watch this. I'm gonna get it right. You gave me so much crap because I did I hundred percent messed his name up for mm-hmm. probably what, five times? At least, yeah. And now, you know, I got it down to well, we'll see. You guys be the judge. Charles Oliveira. Congratulations, my God! Yeah, that was. Hang crazy. on, I said it right. You did. You looked at me. All right, yeah, yeah. That was a crazy fight for sure in the first round. I was like, wow, that escalated quickly. You got scared. I did get scared. Okay, let me give a little background. True. Because explain, explain. I did want Charles Oliveira to win, not because I don't like Mike Chandler, because I do like him. I have like this thing though. You think he's a little corny? I think he's a little bit cheesy. Like I, I. I 100% believe that he believes all the things that he's saying, but sometimes to me when somebody is just like spouting off a million inspirational quotes all the time, it doesn't feel quite as sincere as just kind of just like talking in normal language, <laughs> but... See, you're different than most because most people are like, man, I, I love the daily inspiration. Like yeah. I keep that, that's what's up. I also up. love it. It just, it's a little bit hard for me. I'm just, I don't know. 
I question everybody. So that's just my own problem. You do. Which isn't bad. So I wanted Charles Oliveira to win because I just feel like he's been in the UFC for so long. 100%. That I felt like it would just be such a great moment for him to come like full circle through like 10 years of being in the UFC, ups, downs, all the different versions of himself. So I just thought it would be awesome for him to win. Not because I didn't like Mike Chandler, just because I thought that he... Oliveira deserved it for after all that he's gone through. You and I were the exact same. It, but I will say I'm a little bit maybe more of a Michael Chandler fan than you are. Yeah. But in the scheme of things, 100% I was behind Dubronx. Because, like, what he's done in, in the UFC, he's literally accomplished so many things besides that belt. Yeah. And so for him to finally get the belt wrapped around his waist, I think you have to start talking about him in more conversations. Not, I'm not saying he's, like, greatest of all time. I'm just saying... He's gotten a lot more respect on his name now that he has the belt. Yeah. And so I thought it was really cool to see. Also, so much deserved. Yeah. He's an incredible competitor. Not to mention he's like 110% class. Yeah. And I also like they were talking in the like lead up or walk up or whatever about how he had problems with um, like arthritis and stuff as a child and like almost couldn't play sports and all this and then to become a UFC champion is a pretty incredible feat so I was super happy for him but in the first round I 100% thought he was just going down I mean yeah I said this to you I don't I don't remember maybe like a few hours before the fight but I literally said it's all about whose chin is going to sustain the first few hits because that I don't know that kind of tells the fight obviously if your chin gets hit one time and you go down obviously the fight's over with but I'm just saying you can tell a lot about the fight and how it's going to go based on the first few punches. Mm-hmm. And you saw him sustain a blitz and a half. Yeah, for sure. From Iron Mike Chandler. And yeah. then I will say, though, incredible job by Mike Chandler to be able to get out of those grappling sequences mm-hmm. with him, who is a world-class grappler. Yeah. Pretty impressive stuff from him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he looked the part. I, I don't think that he didn't deserve it. No. I think he was very much so deserving and, and deserves to be in that title contender conversation. Yeah. But you just saw a little bit. You saw what the UFC should be. Yeah. In terms of the best mixed martial arts division or mixed martial arts company mm-hmm. in the world. They're yeah. supposed to be. And yeah. you saw that, I think. I said this after the fight, too. I think Mike Chandler can blitz the crap out of somebody, and he says that that's his, like, tactic is to just go all out and, like, just rush them and basically attack them, which he did. But I think, like, one thing that he is going to have to get better, which I'm sure he will after this, is, like, can you take it in return? Because I think that, like, he got blitzed in return a little bit in the second round, and not that he didn't handle it. I think it just, like, all kind of, you know, went one certain way. But I think, like... To get a title fight, I'm sure he's going to have to go through another, like, blitz like that. And he'll have to make sure that he can withstand it. Not that he couldn't, but I just think he kind of got a little bit of a taste of his own medicine in that second round of it. I would love to see, like, a Poirier-Chandler fight. I know everybody's probably saying McGregor, but I think Poirier would almost be a more interesting fight. Who knows? We'll have to see after that. Or even, like, I don't don't know if Gaethje can handle. I, I don't know. One of those two fires would be interesting. All right. Anyways, we've talked about the, <laughs> yeah, the UFC track. for way too long. Let's jump into 
Tom Brady. He's homeless. <laughs> he's not homeless. You said this to the one? I know, but he's not homeless yet. So I was just okay, all right, yet. I was laughing about it because I was reading an article where it said that Derek Jeter sold his house in Miami, and Tom Brady has technically been renting that house from Derek Jeter, and so he probably has to find somewhere else to live. I also did read that him and Giselle bought some property on a remote island off of... Florida to oh where they're going to build their house, but I'm assuming that they can't build it that quickly, so he'll probably have to find somewhere to live in the interim because Derek Jeter will be basically kicking him out. What's he going to do? Take a boat to practice every yeah, day? I that is so. fucking cool. That I'm going to curse because that's be, badass. Like, there might be a bridge. I'm not sure. He's going to build a bridge? I don't know if he's going to build it, but I don't you gotta know. you got to get coding? Like, that, that's crazy. I don't know if there's already homes on this island or okay, not, but... Okay. Regardless, they bought land on an island, and that's where they're going to build a house. Tom so. Brady land. Like, let's get it. I'm, I'm there. I'm all about it. Make it like Disneyland, an attraction. You can kind of just go see where he works out, how he works out, the TB12 program. Let's not. I will not be attending that amusement park. But, yes, I think Derek Jeter did sell his house that Tom Brady has been renting from him. So, Tom Brady will have to figure something out. Also, it's probably a bigger story that Giselle would be homeless than Tom Brady, which is crazy. But she's also way bigger than he is. Don't you think? I don't know. That's a, I don't know. She All right. Question. Do you think Giselle is the more famous of the, well, technically, did she take his? No. It's still her last name. Okay. So of the duo, is Giselle the bigger brand or is Tom Brady the bigger brand? I think. Internationally, Giselle is that's probably what I'm saying. the bigger brand. Like, no offense to Tom Brady. Just... I don't know. Like, net worth and stuff? I don't know that either. But I Ooh. think. Giselle is probably the bigger international name, obviously, in the United States, for sure, Tom Brady, and obviously in the sports world, for sure, him, too, oh, but 100%. internationally, I'm sure. I don't know. Let us know what you guys think. Yeah. GG Talk Sports. We'll be on social media. All right, let's jump into basketball now, because it's time. It's time. It's time. We're going to talk about a couple quick basketball highlights, and then actually jump into the play-in situation. Yeah. Um, so, first one, just a couple shout-outs, you know, the Hall of Fame was just handled uh what was it friday i think friday good yeah. call um congrats you know timmy d kg and then of course kobe bean rest in peace mm-hmm. congrats to all of those fantastic players they were man some of the best Whew! some of the best what to do class. it the facts that's an incredible class but all right now let's jump into the nba russell westbrook set the record for the most triple doubles ever yeah all time i know in history it's still going on. Yeah. Oh, and he's just going to build and build and build. I have seen so many things of people saying, we never thought that that record would have been broken to begin with, but now like, there's absolutely no way by the time that Russell is done that anybody could probably ever break that record ever again. Oh, facts. So Nobody even gets close. Appreciate the greatness, people. Yeah. Just that, That's We've all I'm going to say. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Stephen Curry won the scoring title for the second time, joined some elite company. I think he technically this is for... Winning the scoring title after you're 30. Yeah, something like that, I think. Which it's Michael Jordan, Wilt, and Kareem. I mean, my God. Yeah. That's a crazy list. Yeah, Steph is 33, and I feel like he's, and I think Doris Burke was saying it on uh, the broadcast too, like, I think he looks probably some of the best he's ever looked and just continues to get better. Ever looked, in yeah. my opinion. Probably top two. Yeah. You can't argue his his One unanimous his MVP. MVP. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my God. But, all right. Break down this play-in situation because I've heard a lot of people say they hate it. I've heard a lot of people mm-hmm. say they love it. But I want to have a conversation about what this year's play-in is. And then I also want you to break down 
if you remember, I also can say it too. <laughs> yeah. Last year's play-in okay. situation, because they're very different. Yeah, they really are. Different. Yep, so let's talk about this year's play-in tournament. So it's not even a tournament. It's play-in situation per se. And basically what it is is this is the same in the East as it is in the West. So there's a 7, 8, 9, and 10 seed. The 7 and the 8 seed, basically their advantage is that they only have to win one game in order to make it into the playoffs. The 9 and 10 seed are at the disadvantage because they have to win two games in order to make it in the playoffs. So the 7 and 8 seed play first, and the 9 and 10 seed play first. So whatever the winner out of the 7 and 8 seed, they're automatically in the playoffs. And then the winner... They would get the 7 seed. Yes, exactly. And then the winner of the 9 and 10 game would then play the loser of the 7 and 8 game, and the winner of that game would then get the 8 seed. So basically that's where you're saying even if you lose a 7-8 and eight game, you still only have to win right. that next game. So you only have to win one. You might have to play two, but only have to win one. If you're at eight, a 9 or a 10 seed, you have to win two. Right. That's like kind of – it just sounds kind of crazy. No, but it that's does. The way it works. But it makes sense. Yeah. That's the way it works. But then last year in the bubble, it was a lot different because you basically just had like the 8-9 and nine seed. And if they were within a certain amount of games – from the eight seed, then they had a mini play in tournament, which I think it was best two out of three. Right. So that it was only really a, an extension of one team, which would be the nine seed. If it was close enough, I think it was like three games or three and a half games behind the eight yeah, seed. Yeah, I think it was three and a half. I'm 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 not entirely Something sure about like that, that one, but I'm pretty sure that it was three, three and a half. It was close, yeah. that ballpark. And so if they were that close in, you know, games behind, then they just had a mini like right. kind of play in tournament. Basically just like a, a first first round. <laughs> right. What do you think? I mean, do you like this situation? I think let me just be honest. I don't know which one I like better because I loved the way the playoffs were, mm-hmm. but I think in terms of trying to make things more interesting at the end of the season, obviously bring in more teams, yeah. this situation makes sense or this this play-in yeah. setup makes sense. Ooh. I think there are a couple tweaks and changes and things that they need to do yeah. to optimize it, but mm-hmm. I think... Just to start off, it's not it's not terrible. No. I think I like the idea of having some version or some way of extending the teams that are in contention for the playoffs by the end of the season, whether it's only one team and it's just the nine team or if it's two teams, the nine and ten. I think, though, even if you do the this year's version of the play-in tournament, you should still have to have a certain number of games behind. I don't think I like, agree with that 100%. Not that anybody's like super crappy. Yeah, but I mean, the, no offense to the Spurs, but they're pretty far down. Yeah, so I don't think that if you're X, Y, and Z, you name the number that makes the most sense. I don't know, but if you're that many games behind, I don't think you need to even be in the play in tournament. Because, like, what if you have a fluke and a fluke? Facts. And then you're in the playoffs, but really you don't technically deserve to be there just because you won two games. But also to that point, what if all of a sudden, like... They go on a run. Yeah, and they win it all. Yeah, Do you think they deserved it? Because technically, I would say no. They didn't deserve it, but they won it. Yeah. So I definitely think there needs to be some sort of parameter on who's involved in that play-in situation. But I don't know what that looks like. Yeah, let us know what you guys think over on social media. GG Talk Sports. Do you like the way that this current NBA season's play-in tournament is set up? Or do you like the way that last year's NBA season was set up? Or do you have another idea for how Ooh. it should work? Some sort of combination or none at all? Because some people believe True. there shouldn't be any sort of play-in 
period, and just the first eight seeds should just be the first eight seeds. I like that. Now we have four options. We'll throw up a poll <laughs> on our Instagram and Twitter. We got A, B, C, D. Let yeah. us know what you guys think, and uh, we'll, we'll let you guys know what the answer is on here. All right, I want to jump into the actual conversation at hand, yes. which is... The playing game. The playing game. So I'm going to read off 7, 8, 9, 10 for the East, mm-hmm. 7, 8, 9, 10 for the West. Yep. And then I just want you to shout out who you think is going to win. Okay, let's hear it. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. For the East, we have, and this is just going to go in order of, like I said, 7, 8, 9, 10. We got the Celtics, Wizards, Pacers, and the Hornets. Then on the West, like I said, 7, 8, 9, 10, Lakers, Warriors, Grizzlies, Spurs. All right, Steph, who's coming out of the East? Okay, so the Hornets play the Pacers first. And I just kind of have a hard time believing that the Hornets are going to win that game. They've been on a bit of a downward spiral the last few games, so I just am not super confident in them. So I'm going to pick the Pacers out of that game. I agree. Okay, and then the Celtics play the Wizards, which Mm. I think is such an Mm. interesting matchup. And I'm very glad that the Wizards got the number eight seed because that means they only have to win one game. And I feel like this tear of a run that they've been on at the end of the season is deserving of trying to get into the playoffs. True, but you got Jason Tatum who has been sneakily hot. So who do you pick out of that Wizards and Celtics game? Oh, man, I really don't want to. I don't well, want to pick. technically you can pick the loser to win the second game, mm. and they would still make it in. I like the way you're thinking. Okay, all right. Mm. We'll go Wizards win because they're on a tear, and I'm just unsure that the Celtics have the firepower with injuries and, and whatnot. Yeah, the injury piece is questionable. Facts. Don't even know who's so gonna play. we're going to go Wizards take the seven. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to answer honestly, I, I feel like the Celtics might slip and the Pacers might sneak in. Ooh. But I really don't want to bet against Jason Tatum because I've been preaching Jason Tatum since, I mean, forever. So I'm going to go that the Celtics and Jason Tatum can pull it together and get the eight. Okay. I think they probably get smacked after that, but that's okay. Okay, can we actually just roll back really quick and talk about how crazy it is that the freaking Wizards even made it to the eight seed? Because True. Uh, yep. Year, uh, yep. Yep. They would have just been in the playoffs at the eight seed. Like at the end of the season, in like the very last game, they would have squeaked out a playoff position at the eight seed after being like so negative at the beginning of the season, and everybody was like, "Oh no, they're so terrible. Why would Russ go to the Wizards? It's all bad." And now they're potentially in the playoffs. And him and Bradley Beal haven't. Like, they've never looked better, I feel like. Oh, I mean, yeah, Bradley Beal is Bradley Beal, and and Westbrook's Westbrook. Like, that's just the honest truth. They're just both playing like they both should. And it's made the Wizards, like you said, on a hot streak. And I think it's going to continue. That's why, I, like I said, I think they're going to take the seven. That's a sneaky matchup, and we also have to think about it this way. I'm pretty sure that two seed would be... That would be the Nets. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Isn't it going to be a KD West or yeah, it'd be a uh, KD Westbrook? Oh my god! Oh boy! Crazy! That would be so crazy. I think this year is going to have like some of the best first yeah. round matchups mm. ever. So I agree with you. I think the Wizards are going to take the seven seed, and I think the Oof. Celtics will pull out the eight seed. But I also do agree that the Pacers could pull that off. Sabonis is nice. Yeah, and they could make that happen. Don't so, sleep don't on the Pacers. I think they're going to do some work if they can. If they can take that eight seed, I don't think that they'll beat the Sixers, but, but they're going to be a problem. Yeah. Um. All right, let's jump to the West. That's a okay. little bit more, I don't know, enticing for us to talk about. No offense to the, the East at all. I we feel just, pretty enticed by that. True. You're, <laughs> I, I take that back. I'm also really enticed now <laughs> yeah. by the Nets Wizards, so we I need know. that. I hope that happens. I need that in my life because, okay. I mean, 
There's going to be some some John. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's go to the West. So we got the Lakers Warriors. I, I think you got a question. Okay, let's go through this first. So the Grizzlies play the Spurs first on Wednesday. All right, that's true. Let, let's get that determined. Yes. Okay, so Grizzlies versus Spurs. Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Jinx. Yeah. Okay, now here's where it gets effing wild. <laughs> effing wild, y'all. This is when Steph get, gets real hype. Okay, the Warriors play the Lakers. Steph Curry mm. versus LeBron James in a single game playoff, Curry. basically. And my question for you is, in a single game playoff, who do you pick to have on your team? LeBron or Curry? Single game. Yeah, see, if it's one game, like I'm picking one game for one dude to just go off. Mm-hmm. It's got to be Curry. I mean, I, but I'm also extremely biased. Like, I think Curry is one of the greatest of all time. You and can he's say. He's like your favorite player, period. Facts. You can say what you want. He is one of the greatest players of all time. If you change the way that a game is played, yeah, you're one of the greats. And he has. So, I, I mean, also not to mention what he's done this year, scoring title winner. He's going off. Yeah. Looks the best he's ever looked. He's also in rhythm. He's in rhythm, which LeBron's coming off injury. But I'm just saying, I think either way, both of them at their peak, I still would pick the chef for one game. Yeah. Now, now, if we're talking a series, you and I have had this conversation. LeBron makes his team and organization better. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think, is that where you were going? Yeah, that, that was my comment is, if I'm picking a single game, I would also pick Steph Curry because I need somebody to put up 50 points, and Steph Curry can do that on any given night. Any night. He can also... Without, without like, any pressure. Yeah. Like, you know he's, like... I don't, I don't know how to say that in any way. Like, you know he's going to deliver. Mm-hmm. Like, you know he's going to drop a 30 bomb no matter what. Yeah, knock on wood. LeBron, sure, <laughs> my God, Paul, oh boy, please don't jinx that. But LeBron is going to probably give you a triple-double, but closer to that 20, 10, and 10. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, 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 yeah, it was my comment that I think, like, in a series, I would pick LeBron because I just think, to your point, you have to have all players involved for a series. 100%. But for a single game, they just have to win one game. Right. I have a hard time picking against Curry. But so let's say Curry wins. Hundred percent. AK Warriors. Seven it's not seed. Curry. Okay, so the Warriors win. It's Wiggy. Seven... Let's talk about that Wiggy. for a second. We Wiggy don't give Wiggins enough, enough credit. Thank you, Jinx again. We're on it right now. We're on the same page. Wiggy. I did not on that. Wiggins. Why? What's wrong with Wiggy? I don't know. That's my nickname for him. I don't think anybody will understand. Sure, that might be a little inappropriate, I guess. So Wiggins does not get enough credit, and I feel like his contribution has been pretty insane and consistent. Yeah, 100%. I just want to say a Wiggy now. I know, a Wiggy. That's our nickname. That's our nickname for him. Like the chef? That's that's Steph? No, I'm sure it's not bad. I mean, he gets called that all the time. But anyways, I agree. Andrew Wiggins has played fantastic. And I think it's kind of interesting with Draymond. He's slowly kind of looking in groove and and looking in form. And then let's also talk about the the role players. Mm -hmm. Juan. Yeah. Toscano Anderson. Congratulations to him, by the way. Incredible story. I think Carving It Up podcast said it best. They need a 30 for 30 on this man. Because what he's done is crazy. Yeah. But yeah. Jordan Jordan Poole. Fantastic. I, I mean, they got some key... Role players. Yeah. They that I actually, think could really like, help. And I think somebody said it on the broadcast as well. They've all learned how to play with Steph Curry now. 100%. And I think I've seen it across social media on ESPN, all the things. is like they're just hitting their stride at, at such a like opportune moment 
that if they can stay in this stride, they could be super dangerous. Right, but if you talk about role players, you got to throw the Lakers in there because, oh, yeah. I mean, not that Anthony Davis is a role player, but when you have LeBron, he's the king. Like, yeah, no offense to anybody. Player. And when you have players like Wesley Matthews, Caruso, Kuz, I mean... Morris. The, the Morris. I mean, the list goes on and on about the Lakers in terms of role players. So I think it's going to be an interesting game, and I think it's going to be one... Which leader comes out and delivers? And then two, which role player steps up and has a big game? Obviously, that kind of determines any game. Yeah. But I think that... Even more so in this game. 100%. When the playoffs happen, those are the two things that really matter. But I think no matter what, both the Warriors and the Lakers make it in the playoffs in the West. Like, I think 100%. whoever loses that game still wins the game against our prediction of the Grizzlies, but even if they play the Spurs, even more so. So I think that, you know... Whoever loses will still end up winning and making it in. It's just going to be a super interesting first game. So that's Wednesday night. Make sure you're tuning in because like that's going to be some top-notch basketball before it's even technically the playoffs. Also, just think about this. The 1-2 and two seed is Phoenix and Utah. Mm-hmm. Either one of those teams – Well, all right, yes, yeah. that that is the appropriate. I was just saying like <laughs> the top two, two in general. Yeah. They have to play either in our eyes – the Warriors mm-hmm. or the Lakers? Yeah. Who, uh, who would have thought? Who has to do that as a one and two seed? To play the okay, like the Warriors, you might. You, I mean, they don't without Clay, play, I like, get it. And Steph's coming back off of injury. They like Ubre has been out for a I, while. Like the whole nine, Warriors is a little more understandable. We would expect them to maybe be a seven or eight seed, but the Lakers to be a seven. They're or supposed eight to be the one that are the defending champs. Crazy for whoever has to play them in the first round. Of the playoffs. Well, for us, it's Utah. Yeah, in our prediction. So think about that. Utah Lakers. Is Donovan, like Donovan Mitchell, maybe, hopefully not? I, I think mean, that he's coming back. I think that he was just not slow coming playing. back to, like the end of the season because they it. knew they had the playoff spot, so he wanted to be super healthy. So I think he'll be there. Regardless, that would be a super crazy matchup. But even the Suns versus the Lakers would be a pretty wild matchup, too. Oh, CP3? Yeah. Originally was supposed to be a Laker? I mean, crazy. Crazy. I mean, he was going to be a Laker. Instead, he wants to go be a, a son. So after this week, we will obviously come back and talk about the first round matchups because we have a few days of really great basketball this week to get through in order to finalize those seven and eight seeds um, to kind of figure out who those first round matchups are. But I don't think we're going to be disappointed no matter what happens because they're all going to be pretty crazy matchups. And like we mentioned a little bit earlier, some of the middle matchups could be really interesting too between four and five seeds, like six and what is that six and three seeds yeah all of those matchups could be crazy yeah no i cannot wait so we hope that you guys enjoy as well and like we always say please don't forget to leave a rating and a review if you enjoyed the podcast if you didn't we're sorry that we wasted 25 (laughs) minutes of your time just forget this ever happened but uh please don't forget to hit us up on social media gg talk sports over on facebook instagram and twitter and we will be over on Instagram talking about who your picks are for these play-in matchups. So make sure you're tuning in over there, giving your input, telling us who you think will be the 7 and 8 seed in the East and Western Conference because it's going to be crazy. And as always, we hope that everybody's doing fantastic, staying healthy, doing well, and just taking all the proper precautions to stay safe and healthy and also to make sure that everybody else around them is staying safe and healthy. We will see you guys next week.